Kelsey Zeiser. I'm a senior editor at Light Reading, and welcome to another episode of the Light Reading Podcast. Hi, I'm Corey Davis. I'm the assistant vice president for Verizon Frontline. Yeah, good to see you again, Corey. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Kelsey. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, good to have you on. So I know you're um, really busy this week with, um, unfortunately, there's a lot of hurricane and damage um, down in Florida. And I thought maybe we'd start with just an overview for folks of, um, you know, what's happened down there. I'm sure everyone is is pretty well aware, but um, it was a category four hurricane. Um, CNN's reporting that the death toll is over 100. And I know, Corey, you mentioned offline, there's still thousands of people missing. Um, About 1,600 people were rescued from Southwest and Central Florida since last week. And as of Monday, there's still uh, 491,000 homes and businesses that don't have power. Uh, And it looks like Fort Myers got hit really hard and you were there in person. Um, Tell us a little bit just... What it, what does this scene look like? Yeah, this this was a this was definitely a historic event, Kelsey. So you know, first and foremost, our thoughts are with the first responders, all of those that are supporting the first responders. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is truly a community effort here. Um, there's just been a lot of great work going on. Um, I can tell you from a Verizon Frontline perspective, um, our network has performed uh, pretty well. Uh, our network teams have been working round the clock, 24 seven, because these first responders have been working 24 seven, a lot of search and rescue missions happening. Um, So we're we're just, we're just um, proud that we're able to be here, partner with the first responder community and provide those mission critical communications so they can go find people, they can communicate, they have situational awareness. Um, But yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's definitely a historic event. Yeah, and um, tell us a little bit more about what kind of impact uh, the hurricane has had on Verizon's network, and and how you how Verizon Frontline has uh, worked with first responders and local municipalities to ensure that uh, you know folks still have coverage during this time. Yeah, and as you can imagine, a Cat Four hurricane, uh, you know, hitting hitting the coast here, especially where it was a populated area, um, it does cause some infrastructure damage. Uh, luckily, uh, you know, we've invested about 168 billion in our infrastructure and we do a lot of things to harden it, like uh, building our macro towers, the big cell sites so they can withstand a cat five type hurricane. Um, we did see some outages, all the carriers, right? We see some outages. There were some, um, you know, issues with some of the, uh, the, the, the fiber providers, et cetera. So we've been working really, really hard with our partners, the community to get those that fiber back up to get the backhaul back up, um, to get our radios recalculated uh, and, and, and re-optimized to make sure that they are broadcasting in the right direction. Um, from a Verizon Frontline perspective, we've, we've literally deployed hundreds of assets into the theater. So that's the ground zero area, Fort Myers Beach, but also throughout uh, Florida. Um, you know, obviously this is, a, this is a joint effort. There's many agencies, state, local, and federal. So we're working closely with, you know, federal agencies like FEMA and then all the state and local agencies, the Sheriff's Department, Emergency Management, et cetera. Uh, to, today, to this date, we've already supported um, over 60 public safety agencies, and we've provided nearly 400 Verizon Frontline solutions to them. So <clears throat> anywhere from portable assets. So I know we've talked a lot about our, our cows, our cells on wheels, our colts, you know, you know the barnyard. We even, <clears throat> excuse me, we even deployed what is called the bison. It's a meal bison. 
This is one of a kind. It's the only one that's uh, deployed in the world right now. We know the military has been using uh, MEO technology, but Verizon actually has a deployable that used MEO satellite technology. So we have one of those assets staged at Fort Myers Beach to specifically help with these search and rescue missions. And then we've also provided, you know, things like phones, jetpacks, charging stations, um, you know, uh, additional satellite, portable satellite uh, uh, backhaul solutions so that these first responders continue to communicate so they can continue to find all these missing people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the bison's new to me. Is that a vehicle, is that similar to Thor? I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit about that on the, the podcast before and is Thor there as well? So a little different, uh, a little okay. different than Thor. So so the bison is, 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 a, is a lot like a, a cell on wheels, like a tr- traditional cow. However, we are using that Mio technology, so it's lower latency, higher capacity. You know, think speeds of you know 200 down, 50 up, sometimes more. So we we needed to deploy something like that because there's a there's a ton of data intensive missions going on, right? Uh, uh, as far as you know, mapping, again, situational awareness, feeding all those data intensive uh, uh, applications back to those first responders. Uh, we also have flying drones, so we have some tethered drones down there. So down at Sanibel Island, so we were able to put a drone up in the air. It broadcasts anywhere between five to seven miles. That's also helping with uh, uh, search and rescue missions, uh, because as you may or may not know, that bridge that goes across to Sanibel Island, it was completely destroyed. So getting getting something like a cow or a colt or something over there is really hard. So we have that flexibility to um, put a put a drone up in the air. Or we can move some of our assets like we have. We put them on barges, working really closely with like federal, like the, the, the Coast Guard, the, lo- the local sheriff's department. Uh, so we have find ways to get in. But, uh, you know, the drones have been very effective for us as well during this, uh, this specific event. Mm-hmm. And are there other, um, you know, equipment in place in terms of um, satellite phones or other specific radios. And I know at the, uh, when I was at the Verizon Frontline um, demo in Cary, North Carolina, there was also a setup with um, firefighters where they could refill their tanks. Is there equipment there like that? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, we have, we have a, we have, we have a, a whole inventory of satellite equipment uh, that we're able to provide. Uh, my team's also using it. I've had to use a satellite phone while I'm out here because uh, the first couple days, again, was was pretty hairy um, as far as cell service goes. So I had to take my, cell, my, my satellite phone out of my bag and make some phone calls because there was no <laughs> cellular service, you know, within that first 24 hours. Uh, but the good thing is, is things are coming back up. They're coming back up quickly. Um, so now really the main focus is to really help those first responders find those people that are missing. So these search and rescue missions are top priority for us and, and highly critical. Mm-hmm. And so in an event like this, what is, uh, I guess, a successful outcome look like for Verizon in terms of uh, providing capacity and supporting those uh, local responders? And, um, you know, how do, how do you kind of um, measure how things are going while you're down there? Yeah, I think that's it, really. And I think, you know, when you have such a this scale of an event and this historic of event, it's really making sure that we're in really, really tight communications with Mm -hmm. the emergency operations centers, the sheriff's departments, the federal agencies, because there's a lot of moving parts, right? There's a lot of moving people. There's a lot of people down here trying to help with the restoration process. 
the utilities, the power companies. So just making sure some of the things that we've been doing um, is, is, is really, we're standing up, we have people in the EOCs, we're standing up daily bridges with some of the most impacted uh, EOCs like Lee County, uh, Charlotte County. Uh, we're doing that twice a day so that they know what's happening and we're giving them situational awareness into our network so then they can start putting together their plans so that they can continue to help the community and those first responders go out there and complete their missions. Mm -hmm. And then um, I guess looking ahead to uh, future events, because um, I know, you know, every year it seems like hurricane season gets a little bit scarier um, and you know, being in North Carolina, it was certainly we were very concerned yeah. about when the storm was headed um, toward us. So how do you plan ahead for uh, future natural disasters and, and what kind of learnings do you take away from um, something like this situation in, in Florida? I mean, I imagine you have some debriefings afterwards oh, to yes. uh, see how things went. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we plan for days like this, right? So this is something that we do uh, continuously on a daily basis. Um, we, we hold simulations not only internally, but we do simulations and joint training exercises with agencies like these agencies here in the area so that when we all come together, this isn't the first time, right? And we all, we, 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 we share each other's playbooks, right? And I think, you know, if you talk about learning lessons, I think the biggest learning lesson that we kind of like that, 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 that always comes back is, is, um, you know, making sure that that communication is super, super tight, right? Making sure that everybody's on the same page. And then what we'll do afterwards is we'll perform what's an AAR or an after action review with a lot of these agencies, these county sheriff's departments, et cetera, to just talk about, hey, what went right? What went wrong? What can we do better to partner together? And that partnership is truly a critical element, not only to our success, but also to the success of these first responders that are out there uh, literally saving lives, right? Because especially right now, as we continue to go day after day after day, people continue to be missing, literally every second counts. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I know that the folks down there, I, I'm sure they're really appreciative of, of what Verizon Verizon Frontline is um, providing. And I know that you're very busy. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us and, and give us an update on uh, what's going on down there. And just want to wish you um, the best of luck and your team as well to uh, stay safe um, while you're there. Thank you, Kelsey. That means a lot. It's we're, we're just proud to be able to support the mission. So we appreciate the time and stay safe up there, please. Yeah. Thank you. Talk Thank to you, you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.